Did you know that researchers on couples and relationships have figured out a way to be able to predict with 90% accuracy whether a couple is still going to be together in six years? Isn't that crazy when you think about it? And what they discovered was that we have three main ways of responding to our partners when our partners are trying to talk with us or interact with us. And depending on which one of these strategies we use and how we respond to them, we'll predict whether or not we're still together down the road. You are listening to Bold as Love, the podcast. I'm your host, April Boyd. And if you're new here, I'm a psychotherapist, coach, breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we talk about how we show up and speak up in our relationships, in our conversations, and in our lives with as much kindness, courage, and confidence as possible so that we're building a life that feels like the one we want to live, that feels like it belongs to us and is not just about over-functioning, over-giving, and overthinking about what everybody else needs and wants from us. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. So if you've been following me on Instagram, I'm at with love April, uh, if you want to connect with me there. But if you were following me there, you maybe saw a few weeks ago, I went and did this training and it was so good. So I had been wanting to go and do this training with the Gottman Institute for quite a while now because their approach to couples therapy seems to be so effective, particularly if I'm being really honest, particularly with men, it's like it just connects really well, or at least it did for my partner with this practical, yeah, just really practical and effective kind of strategies. So when I saw this training that was coming up fairly close to where I live, I instantly booked it booked my train and I was like, I'm absolutely getting there to go and do this training because I know it'd be so good, not just for the couples that I work with and support, but also like life, my own relationships, because the stuff is so powerful. It's so interesting and effective. And when you really think about it, aren't our relationships kind of the most important thing, right? I always kind of feel like our relationships are like the houses we live in. This is really where we do our work. This is where we do the greatest amount of our personal development work. This is where we work out our triggers. This is where we work out our growth. You know, it's in our relationships. So for me, I'm just always fascinated with trying to explore that and understand that in new ways. Sometimes to my own partner's exhaustion and frustration, but that's a whole other story. So nonetheless, so on day one of this Gottman training, it was so neat because they shared some really fantastic research with us. And as much as, you know, if you know my work, you know, sometimes I like the woo, I like the deep, I like the, you know, esoteric kind of way of thinking about things at times. But I also like the facts, figures, and data. I want to know why something is effective and why something works in our therapy sessions or in our lives. And so it was really exciting to me that during this Gottman training, what they talked about was all of these 
huge amount of research that they had done. The Gottmans had studied, get this, over 3,000 couples over the course of 40 years. 40 years of studying, researching, looking at what makes relationships work and what makes them fail. And what I also really liked was that this research, they studied everybody. They studied old couples, new couples, new parents, older parents, gay couples, straight couples, all colors, all socioeconomic demographics. So like they took this work seriously of really trying to understand, you know, what it was that they were seeing and if there were some universal concepts in that. And what they found was that I found so interesting is that one of the key predictors of divorce that they found was so small, seemed like such a small thing, but what they discovered was that divorced couples only did this small thing 30% of the time. And this is what led to the erosion of the emotional connection in their relationship and eventually led to a breakdown of the marriage within six years. So here's the three things, because basically what the Gottmans figured out was that when somebody is talking to you, trying to interact with you, it is always a bid for connection. And there's one of three ways that people respond when they hear that bid for connection. And depending on which way you respond, you are possibly either paving the road towards the relationship breakdown or keeping it strong and good. So the other interesting concept, and I just want to share this before I tell you about the three things exactly. I had actually read this ages ago at the Gottman uh, work where they talked about how anytime your partner speaks to you, it's a bid for connection. Anytime your partner says anything to you, no matter how insignificant it is what they're saying, it is a reach towards the relationship. It is a reach towards you. And knowing this for me was really powerful because it made me more aware of these little habits, right? And made me more aware of how I'm responding to my partner. So the Gottmans say there's three ways of how we respond. One, turning towards. Two, turning away. And three, turning against. Let me explain to you what these mean. Turning towards. Let's say my partner comes home and he says, oh, today was such a busy day at work. And I respond with, oh yeah, what was going on? That is an act of turning towards because I have leaned into what my partner was bringing to me. I have turned towards him in that moment. I have met him with what it is that he's offering me in that moment and keeping that connection with him, right? I'm holding that space for him to be able to just be there with me, sharing whatever it is that he wanted to share. 
The next one is turning away. Turning away basically means ignoring somebody. You try to share something with your partner. Let's say you say, oh, the weather outside today looks so amazing. It looks like a beautiful day. And even though you know that they physically heard you, they did nothing at all. They continued watching their show. They continued reading their book. They continued doing whatever it is that they were doing as if you did not even exist. That erodes relationships, which is not shocking when you can think about a time in your life where you've maybe had somebody respond to you in that way. Feels so bizarre, doesn't it? Even if what you're saying is not that important or interesting, right? It's just, and this is where we look at the idea. It's not about what I'm saying. It's the fact that I'm saying it. The fact that I'm saying it to you is a bid for connection. I'm trying to connect with you. So when somebody just acts like you don't even exist, relationship erosion. The third one is turning against. Let's say you say to your partner, oh, it's supposed to be so nice this weekend. I can't wait to, you know, get out, maybe get out for a good hike. And your partner says, hey, did you see this thing that happened on the news this morning? This was so bad. How do you feel in that moment? Shut down, right? Shut down and kind of dismissed. It's like saying what I was saying doesn't even matter at all. I don't even matter at all, right? It's like you reach out to your partner, right? If we just look at another example, And you say, hey, I talked to my sister yesterday. We had like a really great chat. Sounds like the kids are doing really good. And he says, hey, did you see where I put my car keys? Ooh, (laughs) stings, right? Because in both of these cases of turning away or turning against, we have left our partner hanging Our partner has reached over to us and we did not reach back. And this is what the Gottmans discovered, predicts divorce with 90% accuracy. When your partner tries to talk to you, tries to connect with you, do you respond by giving them your attention and acting like they matter or Do you disconnect and disengage? I hope that you found this helpful today. It's such interesting things for me to think about because it just helps to keep us sharp. It just helps us to keep away, you know, these little negative habits that don't necessarily seem like that big of a deal in that moment, but cumulatively over time erode that connection, erode our sense of being valued and wanted in our relationship. And what the Gottmans found is that that is ultimately 
what leads to the divorce is it's not necessarily that people are having a lot of conflict that causes them to divorce or break up. It's that the emotional connection has been eroded. And this habit of either turning towards, turning away, or turning against is going to pave which road that may be for you. So just something to think about. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And I would love for you to try this out this week. Try it out tonight. Notice when you're reaching out to your partner, how they're responding. And you might need to teach them this a little bit. If you're in a period of disconnection or you're in a period of, let's say, just really stressed and really busy, right? You can help your partner to meet you there. We don't always have to take it as a side of panic and worried and thinking that our relationship is doomed. These are just opportunities for awareness and repair so that we can take care of those small little things before they become really big problems. So thank you so much for listening. If you found this podcast helpful, the best way that you can show your appreciation to a podcaster is to share this podcast with somebody else who also might enjoy listening to this as well. It would mean so much to me if you sent this podcast and recommended it to a friend, if it's something that you have benefited from, or if you took a screenshot of it and tagged me on Instagram. I'm at with love April. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.